Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with the code MENTALPOD. Hey, y'all. Spring is here, and it's time to dress to impress. I know I need to add a splash to my wardrobe. So do you? Our friends at Dianu have you covered. Dianu helps celebrate the vibrant African culture and feel connected to your roots with every single garment. While it's a celebration for African culture, it's not just for those with African heritage. It's for everyday people like us. We the culture. From sweaters, shirts for the fellas, crop tops, dresses, and skirts for the ladies, and some fun matching fits for the whole family, Dianu has you covered. Go to Dianu.com. That's D-I-Y-A-N-U.com. And use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS to save 10% off your order. Dianu. A way to be bold, be proud, and express yourself wherever you are. Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters, 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 yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. After five years, let me finish this chair. This shit fire. Hold on. Okay. After five years of doing this podcast, this is the 100th episode of the Mental Matters Podcast, featuring Rich and Jarrell, your favorite co-host, in true fashion, I must say. Jarrell? What up, though? Hey! <laughs> Synchronization! That's it. That's the episode. We out. Anyway, welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast. Redefining man of property for the culture. All things mental wellness for Black men, Black manhood. And of course, as I just had within the last 24 hours, all things jerk chicken. Jarrell, how are you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I'm feeling energized. I kind of like had to make an adult decision over the weekend on everything. So I had to clear my oh, plate. Please. Yeah. Oh, please. So remember I told you like I was coaching the little kids, right? Mm-hmm. It couldn't work out. So <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, Not to be it's funny or anything. Like, I, I tried, like, I was there for, like, a good month, maybe, I'll say almost six weeks. And, uh, yeah, so, it became, like, it was never a thing for me to, like, start coaching anyway. It was just, I was trying to support my nephew. And then it became a thing where I was there for, like, two straight days, and they were like, you're the coach. And I was like, oh, okay. And then um, a bunch of other stuff happened as far as, you know, an organization and stuff like that. So I just decided, you know, let me use my two hours every night to do something productive towards the household that I'm a part of. And uh, especially, you know, having a baby on the way, mad bills to pay, as Biggie said. (laughs) 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 I figured that uh, I could could use my time more productive more productively to either exercising, reading, washing clothes, planning lunch for tomorrow, or either getting the nursery together. Any of those things could be happening in that two-hour window where I was just basically standing around on a field and uh, getting annoyed by uh, other people's kids. So I had to make that executive decision today. <laughs> I made that executive Breaking decision. Loose. Yeah, yeah. So that that was that was this past weekend. But other than that, I've been I've been feeling good. Um, last last Friday, uh, we did an event um, where we were like actually on the Detroit River on those tiki boats. So that was that was kind of that was kind of nice. I'm not a water person, so 
um, that was like my second time on a boat in like the last three weeks. Cause when we was in Tulum two weeks ago, we had a boat excursion out there that people was on that boat throwing up and everything. Like, <laughs> so it was, it was refreshing to be on one back in the Detroit river where I was just like, okay, this, this, the city, like I'm comfortable, you know, I was with people I knew. So that was, that was cool. Spent Friday night on the river, um, play racket music. And, uh, <laughs> and then Saturday, Saturday was kind of like a Dalton where it's like, uh, grocery shopping and all the other stuff. So I've been trying to get to a point to where I have a, a routine of convenience and efficiency before we become a house of three. So that's what, that's what I'm trying to concentrate on right now. Every, every minute has to be accounted for efficiently. Wow. <laughs> Listen, yep. my bro is a way better adult than me. This man said I'm accounting for every second. I am budgeting my time, not just <laughs> right. my money. Right, that's right. A, hey. That's the new level of adult that I haven't reached yet. Well, <laughs> I'm lying. We'll get into that. You there. That's, first off, maybe. Second off, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if y'all heard the news, but I'm officially about to be a pod uncle. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. <laughs> You're going to start encore. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Listen, hey, this calls for a celebration. You know, see, mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful to be in this space, man. We are just out here adulting, thriving, and we are nowhere near done with this podcast thing. So, hey, Everything else is just, well, let's just, I feel like we should just dive into like the, the weeds of the, of the, of the turbulent news that we've had and then we got to come back out on top. So Jarrell started us on a happy note. I'm a, you know, before we get into that, I just want to say it was a great weekend. I know it's been mm-hmm. a long time since we gave up, but so we have been pressing forward. <laughs> Pushing on and just simply trying to adult in 2023. Um, the first half of the year is over, but um, I'm in a way better space than I was last episode. Um, for those that know me, know I hate the month of May and June, and it's not because I hate mothers and fathers. I hate the fact that I have to face the face the music of my mother and father's situation. Um, for those that don't know. My mother has an extreme alcohol addiction, and it don't seem like she cares. But I care. I pray for her. But I also find a space where I can't let that affect my mental fortitude. Um, and so <laughs> just this morning, I had to block her, bro. I was like, listen, you are this. She called me and started trying to freestyle. At that moment, I realized, I'm like, mom. I ain't got nothing else for you. Block, mm-hmm. block, bliggity, blick, block, boom, bow, pop, done. So at that point, I realized, I, I, hey, hey, I'll call her. I can block. What I've learned is, from my capacity, my mental fortitude, and my boundary is, if you block someone, they can't reach out and contact you. But you can reach out and contact them and they'll go straight through. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm protecting my peace. My therapist taught me that. Um, the month of June is rough because of Father's Day. Rest in peace to the late and definitely great Andrew Matthew Winfrey Jr., if you will. Um, I was trying to figure out a way to honor my dad for Father's Day. Well, in general. First off, I should get a tattoo. And then I realized something he always wore. All the time. No, that was Jerome. And no, it wasn't Jim Shoes. Like a, a hat? Yes, but I can't wear hats no more. So that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
any picture of my father, especially where his neckline is showing, okay. you always see a chain. Mm. So I did something this year. I was asked, you know, I want to get you something different this year. But you always pick shoes. You want this necklace I picked out for you, or you want some money towards some damn shoes. <laughs> and because it was my beautiful wife, I decided, hey, you know what? I can always figure out how to get the shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the jewelry. Not simply because I just like jewelry. Like, I don't really have that much jewelry in real life. But it was something to me that reminded me of my father. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, you know, a little extra blame around the neck. It's not some, it's not something crazy, but it's a little little something different. So yeah, got just unboxed this today. I'm excited. You know, I got got a little neck piece. <laughs> In the words of Big Sean featuring Nas, got my first chain. Gold Cuban, got my first chain. I'll be stunned. That's how I start. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, you're gonna be like Slick Rick, like two months from now. <laughs> so I'm gonna have one. I yeah, I can't stand you. Anyway, that's not what on. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Nah, nah, no. You're gonna be like Ghostface. You're gonna have the the eagle on the wrist, the bracelet with the eagle on the wrist, and all of that. No, nah, I need your kind of money for that. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, I'm definitely, I'm finding more peace of mind this year. Um, you know, July is my other favorite month of the year outside of July. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I always find myself celebrating other people and loving other people, but July is the one time I get to be extremely selfish. Drew, you, you know why I get to be selfish in July? Uh, somebody's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all getting all the blow horns. Mm-hmm. So, got to celebrate my birthday. And I got this chain for my birthday. I got more peace of mind for my birthday. As of right this second, I'm going to get the shoes I really, really wanted all year round around the time of my birthday. There's only, there's three pairs of shoes this year that I absolutely need to grab. One of them it's one of the best movies of 2023 and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Marvel Air Jordan ones and next chapter joints. Hey, hey, <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, second pair is the DMP Jordan 11. We'll get there eventually. But it's the Chambray 7s. And I was like, I'll save my money up. I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. So that's all the shoot things I have. Jarrell's got like five pairs of shoes since we last talked. So moving on. That's not um, true. <laughs> that's not true. No. At all. <laughs> I don't think you're actually at me. I haven't. Wow. I haven't had any shoes. Um, what was the last pair I got? The, the sixes? Uh, I think the sixes I was the last pair. Sixes. I yeah. I wore those and, um, in Tulum, that was pretty funny, and because uh, I got to do my joke, like if I wear the Toro Sixes in, in Mexico, does that make me a matador? <laughs> Apparently, it didn't. <laughs> I was still just a regular. Well, nothing about Detroit is regular. I was uh, an excellent. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so yeah, that was the last pair I got. It was the Sixes. <laughs> Fair enough. I would have hit on a shot drop if, uh, if if my app was uh, cooperating last week. Man. We'll see. You'll end up getting them. Like you said, you wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said I yeah. would. <laughs> um, I said I would. I don't believe none you say when it comes to shooting them off. Oh, boy. Drill be shooting. Jerome, you you don't probably got. In fact, I know for a fact, you probably got matching pairs for your unborn child. I got three. See, boom. <laughs> I was being proactive last year. I got the the Wakanda thirteen. Well, you definitely was being proactive. Let's make that clear. 
I got the Wakanda 13s. I got the uh, no, playoff 12. No. And I got the uh, black and gold 12s, the alpha 12s, as, as you oh, would the say. Ones that you probably mean, you didn't even tell me. This man pops up like, oh, yeah, by the way, I remember you had me help try to help you get those shoes, but I also bought them. <laughs> and I bought a pair for my kid. I'm like, bro. Wait. Somebody won't let me be great. I was supposed to have like an actual announcement for you regarding those, and then somebody just had to let all the beans out. So mm. that's Are not that. Are we blaming my <laughs> No. All the blame. All the blame. My fellow, my fellow July babies. No. <laughs> all the blame. Happy birthday to Mrs. Mitchell as well, who stole my thunder and having a birthday around the time that I did, but it's all good. I'll share it with her. Cool. Um, <laughs> all the bombs bursting in the air and all that other crap. Whatever. Anyway. Um, but yeah, man. Celebrating the birthday. Went to, went to Nowlands for Essence mm. Fest. Must be nice. And, uh, nah, it's nice as Saloon. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play me suckers. Anyway, um, had a really good time. Got to see some great artists. Got to see the one and only Miss Lauren Hill show up mm -hmm. at 2 a.m. Detroit time. <laughs> <laughs> 1 a.m. Central time. But that was her scheduled time. Mm. Uh, also got to see some really great artists from, I got some juveniles and T.I.P. Got to see Dougie Fresh, EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick. Yes, seen him too. Um, Janelle Monet. Ooh, like I'm not doing just Bone Crusher. Yes, mm. Bone Crusher man in the appearance of Essence Fest, y'all. Mm. Um, the one and only Joe Scott. Uh. Man, the list goes on and on. And most importantly, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, one of hip-hop's legends and goats, the one and only Missy Misdemeanor Elliot was one of the headliners at SSS. And when I tell you, it was a time. That concert stage converted from an Essence stage to a Missy <laughs> Elliott production. Granted, Lauren Hill as well. But when Missy came out on Saturday night, Sunday morning, what a time, bro. Mm. What a time. So that um definitely gonna share some highlights with you guys. Uh there was one of my favorite exhibits during the at the convention area for Essence Fest. It was the and I don't want to get this name wrong, but they had an area dedicated just for the fellas. And when I tell you that was the time, um, I'm trying to find an actual name of it. So it was the Essence in His Zone Men's Experience. So they had everything from the spades corner to a massage masseuse area to a fashion display in honor of the 50 years of hip hop of how men's fashion was transformed from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and into the 2020s. Um, so yes, there was some, some Timberland boots, there was some Air Force Ones, there was some, uh, it was jerseys, some throwback jerseys, mm -hmm. uh, Ray Allen's to say the least. Uh, and then you had the Kanye effect where you got these really weird, big weird boots on hoodies and you know, whatever. Um, so that was dope, and most importantly, they had a cigar bar that was dope. And uh, they showed you how to roll a cigar, wink, wink, and they mm -hmm. gave you a complimentary cigar as well. So, um, that was my favorite exhibit. But in honor, in all that, they also had a workshop, uh, panel, it was uh, dedicated to Black Boy Joy. And one of my favorites that got transformed into a real discussion about affirmative action 
it was uh sheesh. I don't want to get all the panelists wrong, but I'll say the headliner of that discussion was none no other than the United States second in command, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, folks. So your boy had a time, okay? <laughs> I got to see Madam Vice President give word salutations and her honest thoughts about why we need to get out and vote, why we need to be fighting for not only equality for all, but also that whole piece about affirmative action and how it has benefited so many people, including people like us, people of color, men of color, black men on top of that, um, just in pursuit of our STEM degrees. We are both um, STEM degrees by nature. And um, if it wasn't for affirmative action, who knows if we would have had the opportunity to simply attend Wayne State, get along, go forth and get engineering degrees. Um, so, Essence Fest was the time, bro. And I do want to make sure that we have an educated discussion with some of our fan, friends and family who represent the culture um, and talk about the mental impact of the whole affirmative action ruling or reversal of it mm-hmm. because America's trash and Juneteenth is way better than July 4th. So there's that. <laughs> um, not apologizing. Bite me. So well, that's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Um, this episode 100, baby, we are 100 discussions in, so we can have these discussions on how we really feel about them. That's why we're here. So, um, man, I feel like it's so much to catch up on, but I don't want to bore the people. Okay. But I do want to make sure we touch on a couple things. I know you had some things that you were, that we were discussing (laughs) and venting about. Um, I will make myself available and to the public, if you will, because I too have something that bothered me, and I recently got over. I'm not gonna say got over it, but I recently discovered some of my trauma and why I felt the way about it and how I came out of it into a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you want to share anything first, because I know you was like. Listen, when you put out so much good energy, good vibes, and hospitality efforts to other people, and they don't give it back, especially family, listen, I just had that bout this weekend, (laughs) this last month, last two months. Hey, I'm going to slip my water on that note. (laughs) But feel free, if you would like to share, if you want, you can be like, Take your time, Pastor. And I'm going to be like, I'm not a pastor, but I'll take my time. <laughs> no, so um, I'll definitely share because it was it was something that was really <clears throat> like heavy on me last week. Um, but but what me and Richard had discussed was the topic of, I guess you could just call it like, uh, well, you mentioned Laura Hill, right? She don't want to tell us that word, reciprocity. So the act of you giving out like, whatever it is that you're giving, right? Whatever act of love that you're providing, whether it's making food, whether it's gift giving, whether you're opening your home, whether you just, you know, somebody needs some financial assistance, whatever it is, right? So whatever that you're giving out, sometimes you might wanna look for that in return. But the thing is is that um, the people that you give out to, they don't have that to offer to you in return. So how do you like, come to grips with that or how do you like cope with that or how do you just begin to like accept that because at times you're not going to be able to be there for them right but at the same time you want to you want those same people who you support to be there for you when you need support or when you're not you know 100 energy in order to give everything you got so that was that was what me and richard had discussed it's just like it seems that like as much as you give or as much as you support, as much as you just stand firm for people um, in the times where you need it, um, those same people can't offer that in return. And that's just, it's just a lot of emotions like dealing with that. Like, it's like, okay, do I begin to not offer that since they can't return it? Or do I begin to 
you know, take my, take my, like my hand is always open. Do I begin to like curl those fingers a little bit and say, oh, it's only like 50% capacity to you now instead of hundred percent, you know? So all those thoughts start running through your mind. Like, should I, should I not be as given? Um, because not to say that everybody who you give to should give hundred percent back to you in the same way. Cause everybody has like, you know, we talked about love languages before on here. Um, but you put so much effort into loving people the way that they need to be loved, or you put so much effort into making sure everybody else is straight. And it's like, sometimes we become those people where it's like, we're not the people that have people. We are the people that people have, you know? And that's, that's hard sometimes, especially um, the age that we're in where we're still like adjusting, right? Cause we're not settled and we're not, you know, it was easy when, I'm not gonna say it was easy, but when we, was in, when we were in college, we were in college, right? We didn't have a monthly mortgage. We didn't have all this monthly stuff. We didn't have a nine to five. It was like, okay, this semester, I might have a class to wake up to at eight o'clock. This, this semester, I might have a class at 12. So it was a little bit more freedom there, a little bit more wiggle room. Uh, where we're at right now in our age, early 30s is like, you know, it's not necessarily a lot of wiggle room. So when we do make time for people, we would, you know, you can tell that it's something that we prioritize, something that we thought out something that we put a lot of thought into with somebody that we actually have love for, right? Because we don't have that same amount of time to give. So we would expect those people to do the same for us. We expect them to prioritize us. We'll expect them to just be loving and meet us where we met them at. But so basically I say all that to say is how do you go about managing a relationship? <laughs> How do you go about managing that relationship or nurturing that relationship or that ecosystem, as we always say, to where you may have given 100, but now you have to have a talk with those people who didn't give you 100 back. Like, how do you address them? What, what would you say? What would be the best way to address them, Rich? Which answer do you want? Because I got, I got at least two ways. I would say give the answer that. All right doesn't offend <laughs> it's all over your face you know an organization i'm a part of says it well with their merch make sure you go check out the website black mental wellness i believe it's dot com um in fact let me look it up to tell you all the right thing um as i say this um that's crazy I got an update for you just on life and how good the OG Sky Daddy is. Um, yes, blackmentalwellness.com, not .org. Blackmentalwellness.com, they have merchandise as well as resources for you to get the understanding and uh, help navigate certain things in black spaces such as your mental wellness. Um, that also includes interview questions to ask potential therapists, things of that nature. But this phrase is one of my favorite t-shirts that they gave me as an ambassador for Black Mental Wellness. And it is, and I quote, my peace is more important. And that ultimately being said is that you can choose to protect your peace and doing whatever it takes. For example, I just mentioned to you all that I blocked my mother from calling me. Why did I do that? It's my mom. I also shared something on social media in my story a couple of weeks ago, well, a couple of days ago, I believe. And it says, and I, I'm gonna paraphrase, it said that toxic mothers are just as bad, if not worse, than absent fathers, but y'all not ready for that discussion. You can throw toxic family members in there that's always gimme, 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 but not what you need, what you need. And I make an effort in terms of all my ecosystems, family, especially my friend families. Um, I have family, family, I got my friend family. And Jarrell definitely falls into the latter um, because we weren't born and related by blood. But my biggest thing is whenever he's having something or my best friend, Jerron, or the Porters, or my other best friend, Ron, they're all like brothers and or sisters to me. And I always ask when they have a major event, do you need me to attend as an attendee or do you need me to attend as a helper? Do you need anything as I arrive to that venue? 
outside of the gift that I'm going to bring in, we're going to bring anyway. And I don't ask that just to be nice. I ask that because if you've ever been in the midst of planning something, that's a lot of work. Workouts, events at venues, weddings, graduation parties, et cetera. Those things take time, energy, patience, and attention to detail. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to just be gimme, gimme, gimme all day, but never willing to really help like that, to me, that's it's selfish. And I'd rather just not have anything in my house. Fourth of July, I definitely didn't cook. I was like, Jarrell, you cooking? Oh, you didn't cook? <laughs> cool. You need something? No, you good? All right. I'm about to, I'm about to take a nap <laughs> on this couch. Just so have it, my um, one of our best friends, they had a little little barbecue situation over there, and we just went over there, um, lit some fireworks, scared my godson, and uh, <laughs> had some good barbecue. But my pieces are more important. I'd rather go hang out with my family friends any day over some of my family sometimes. And it's not that I hate my family. It's not that, Jarrell, that you hate your these family members, et cetera, but your pieces are more important, especially with you walking into fatherhood. Um, not that I'm a dad or anything. Like, I wouldn't know anything about being a dad. But as an <laughs> uncle, as a godfather, um, I do understand that you got to be in your best. You got to have your best capacity sometimes to be able to give to other people. When you don't do that and people always take from you, it drains your battery. So. Um, that's my advice. Protect your peace, man. That's the biggest thing. Um, but yeah. So we don't just be having these discussions on the podcast for the sake of having a podcast. It's yeah, we dedicated ourselves a hundred episodes ago mm-hmm. talking about stuff that affects us in real life. And as I transition to this part, um, I'm gonna just briefly get into it and briefly get out of it. But and don't you say take your time because I have, I did, I did the work. <laughs> um, one of my most, I wouldn't call it regretful. I would say most interrupted moments in my life. One of the most interrupting, well, most one of the most interrupted moments of my life was the passing of my father and how I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And I say that because during the time I found out he was terminally sick and was not going to make a recovery I was basically in an argument of state of mind grief state of mind if you will with my half sister a sister I have not talked to since he passed in 2011 and Father's Day hit me harder this year because there was no get together my in-laws were out of town so I really just had a chance to just sit with myself on Father's Day. And it didn't really, I felt heavy, but it did hit me on Father's Day, bro. What happened is, like that Wednesday after we celebrated Juneteenth, blackity black, black, all the way down to the toes, um, in which I told the rest of my coworkers I was quitting my job. But that's a whole nother story. Anyway, um, that Wednesday, I was heading to a transition meeting for work as I handed off my things. And something happened where I felt so heavy, but I didn't know how to call anybody. Like I was sitting there driving at a freeway pace, frozen mm-hmm. in the moment. Like, why am I really sad? I want to, I need to talk to somebody about it. But I literally have. Like, I have people I can probably talk to about this in general. But in this moment, it is the beginning of the work day where some people are either on their first or second cup of coffee. And me giving them this information and or these feelings and emotions may make them feel incapacitated to address me as a family or a friend member. Mm-hmm. And so... I realized something in that moment. In that moment, I realized I had not said goodbye to my father. Mm -hmm. 
And for whatever strange reason, I started to actually say goodbye and catch up with my dad. My dad has been gone for 12 years. There is no way possible that I could have given him a handshake. He got cremated. Couldn't even go to the cemetery. Let's be real. So very, very real, realistic, and weird because it was unfamiliar at the moment. But then I remembered that people grieve in different stages Mm -hmm. at their own pace. It may be three days after the passing. It may be three years after the passing. It may be 12 or 13 years after the passing, like somebody I know. Um, So I began to just talk to him and tell him about what I've been doing. Like he may or may not know, right? Because uh, I believe the ancestral planes are completely real. Um, big ups to the Black Panthers. Big ups to Chadwick Boseman. Definitely on the other side of the ancestral planes right now. Um, but just catching them up, you know? Bought a house. Married the person that I told you I would marry. Um, dealing with your crazy ex-wife. you know dealing with family members or lack thereof still keeping in contact with your oldest daughter who lives in Canada Um, having a relationship with my nephews who also are in Canada with her Um, tried to get in contact with your second oldest daughter but she's a complete pain in the ass Um, having capacity like I do for my mother with my brother and saying hey oh you good cool I ain't got no money for you, though. All right, bye. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but also tell them about my most recent job news. Some of you may have no idea what I'm talking about, but I decided to, you know, separate myself from my employer, my previous employer, like right where I'm at, and go back to a place that once made me happy in terms of my former job with the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And... I don't say that to blast organizations, but sometimes you have to do ultimately what makes you feel happy in the moment. And that's career, that's grieving, et cetera. I'm not telling you all to go do the most absurd, wild stuff. But for me in that moment, the best thing for me to do was just simply talk to my dad and thank him for the example he was to me. Um, Mm -hmm. While I wish he could still be here with me right now, and I completely... I was bawling the whole time. Let's be real. I was crying like a newborn baby that just got spanked out of the womb. I was crying, crying. The ugly cry where the lips went. <laughs> like, it was a real cry, <laughs> y'all. Um, but in that moment, I felt so much better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, <laughs> I needed the hell out of it. And okay. so I say that to not only be vulnerable with you guys and girls, but um, grief is a real thing you never know when it's going to hit you you never know when it's going to um take over you but also don't run from it i would say walk into those moments mm-hmm. feel those feels cry those cries do what you need to do to process it in that moment don't try to force it but don't try to run away from it either and when I did that, again, I, I think right after that, one of my, frat, my fraternity brothers called me and he had lost his father a long, longer time ago, but it was still fresh to him too. Mm-hmm. So that just proved to me that grief doesn't go anywhere. It's like, and I hate it that he explained it that way, but Jarrell, you're going to understand this as a fellow STEM nerd. It's like, Energy. Mm-hmm. It's two forms of energy we're talking about here, right? Right. Potential and kinetic. There you go. Grief is the same way. Okay. It cannot be created nor destroyed. Just changed in form. You may have happy tears. You may have sad tears. It may be mm-hmm. stored within you, but sometimes it got to move. And when I when he told me that example, I was like, man, shut your ass up. <laughs> and it wasn't because I hate him, but in mm-hmm. that moment I did because it made so much more sense. 
and I was just thankful for that discussion. So, um, I forgot what the point of me even saying that was, but what I will say is June, May and June are very, very triggering for me just because of those holidays. You know, I have my grandmother, my mother, my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, who are all very close to me. Um, mom's still here in the flesh, but the mother that she used to be, I think, is dead and gone. And it's not to say that I don't think it could ever come back, but just based on realism, she's a whole different person than she was that raised me. And I don't know this version of her, and I do not choose to get to know it until she fixes some things for herself. Not for me, but for herself. There's a difference. Um, so as I fast forward, I was able to get that off of my chest in, at 33 and walk into 34 with kind of a renewed, like, go with the flow mentality, but also taking charge of my personal, my professional, and my advocacy life. Yeah. And... You know, definitely looking at finances and wealth building more um, closely as far as like having investments. Um, where do I put my money to make it work for myself to create passive income? You know, I can't be a big ball like Jarrell this, but I will definitely say and give kudos and say, um, Jarrell, you're literally one of the examples that at times I've tried to, tried to be better than. Okay. just in the different ways you create wealth, not only for yourself, but for your family. And I'm just like, I got to be better than him one day. <laughs> both it's not, brother. it's <laughs> like, it's not always a, I thank you for that. It's not always a, I'm trying to get like you, my boy. I think yeah. we use that as a, as a joking, I'm proud of you comment. I think y'all need to understand that there's origins mm -hmm. behind that. I'm trying to get like you, my boy, yes. to cover up to say you look good and I'm so proud of you. Like we just jokingly say it and being cognizant of that these days. But mm -hmm. it's like the Spider-Man meme. It's like <laughs> you, you, me, you. Right. You're me, I'm you. I see me, you see you, me, you, me, you. Um but I'm looking at 34 with May Warrington and I always tell my friends and family, especially my mentees, um, where no matter what it is, in the words of Solange herself, do nothing without intention. Be very intentional behind your moves. Be very intentional with your words, your affirmations, because those affirmations and those actions become reality. If you say them over and over again, if you believe them, and uh, yeah, it happened with my career. I mean, let's be real. In fact, my wife got sick of me one day and she was like, why don't you act like you care about your damn job? Like, you still have to work there. What if you don't get this job? I was like, baby girl, listen. Listen, I'm getting that job. All right. <laughs> I want them, they want me. We're having a very long discussion right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get that job. Right. In the back of my head, my faith was tested out here. I'm like, bro, what if I don't get this damn job? <laughs> um, but if you put in the work, you put in the labor, you treat people with respect, you don't burn bridges, you do all the things, even though you may want to cuss somebody out because you never know when you're going to possibly need to cross that bridge again. But also you do your best in addition to that, though, do the things that you absolutely love to do. If you want to advocate for people's mental wellness, then you advocate in spaces that they're in or not. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on top of my, my soapbox right now. Let me <laughs> sit firm on this thing. Strap up. Be very intentional. Talk life into people. Give people the gems and the love they deserve while they are here. Let them hear it. Give them compliments on their shoes, on their jeans, on the fact that their shirt is crispier because they probably spray starch that boy, um, <laughs> on their locks, on their haircuts, on their natural being. If they smell a certain way because of the cologne or perfume they put on, compliment that, be very intentional 
with your words because those words can turn into a self-belief for that person later. And you could probably change the whole direction of their day and maybe even their life. Mm-hmm. So be that way about your career. Be that way about other people, how you treat people. But be that way about yourself because the more you believe that you are the absolute shit, you begin to believe it. You just keep saying it. You, depending on where you at, you may not want to say, I'm the shit, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely speak life into yourself because eventually you start to believe it. And then eventually, no matter what someone else says about you, you already have the affirmation built into your ecosystem, into your <clears throat> into your whole being. So that's how 34 is going so far. I said I wanted to walk into my birthday take it in stride, see how it goes. I went to a Tigers game. I did not have to buy tickets for it. Uh, I had a steak dinner at Longhorn Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of freebie things that I need to use before the end of the month, like buy one, get one ice cream, or like mm-hmm. gift certificates to Benny Hine Hine. Um, eating all the wine time. Uh, some, 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 Percents off at Nike and Puma and Adidas. And mm-hmm. a lot of people think I'm extremely lucky when it comes to certain things, like especially getting gym shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I do, Jerome? You got connects. No. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, I feel as if we all have some level of connection just based on you interact with every day. Uh-huh. And whoever, whatever spaces you just put yourself in, whether it be a join the Facebook group or walk into that mm-hmm. job interview or going to the World Festival or Essence Fest or whatever, I just simply speak it. I get intentional. I say, I really want this shoe. I want this shoe. I need to have, I'm going to get this shoe. And it's not that mm-hmm. I'm a complete sneakerhead where nothing else matters and I spend my mortgage money or I spend my retirement money or like I go budget and save my money. No, I strategically plan, 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 and stole. I I use the shoebox mentality of saving money. I don't have a physical shoebox, but I have an Apple wallet that I put money to every single time mm-hmm. I get money or income. Yeah. I pay myself. I pay my bills and I pay myself. I treat myself by paying myself. And eventually, because, you know, Jordan release dates are probably available a year ahead of time. <laughs> I start saving up towards that thing, so I have enough for that said pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to reserve a shoe. It's just the more you actually reserve shoes, the more points and more chances you have of getting the actual shoe. Now, just so have it, <laughs> a lot of people don't like what I love, which works for me because I love certain shoes. I'm very particular about the shoes I love. But, like, do I need to have the latest fashion and clothes? No. I told you about this polo shirt I found for, like, 12 bucks. Some Levi's I got for 5 bucks. Right. Uh, I am not that more. <laughs> listen. Hey, listen. Listen. All that. Play the song. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really intentional about my words and my actions. Right. I think that's what brings me good fortune. I don't think it's good luck. So yeah. I say apply that to all everyday life and maybe you'll start to believe it and more and you'll be able to tell people about how you got good fortune just by speaking to existence. So my birthday was amazing. It's still going at least until July 31st. Mm-hmm. So, um, don't think don't think I didn't get you a gift. I just got to get it to you. <laughs> Darrell gives the best gifts. <laughs> because you know what I wore to the Tigers game yesterday? Uh, the Tigers shirt? The gift that you got me, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Got me, it's like, it's not a hoodie. It was like a Tigers pullover, like hooded T-shirt. Yeah, it's like one of those like 
fitness workout things that they be having at the batter's cages and stuff. <laughs> yes. That thing looked like a dress on me now, though. It looked like a tall tee <laughs> with a hood on it. But I still wore that thing. I have been working out a lot lately, a lot more than usual. But also, I've been watching what I put in my body in terms of what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. I went from a size 50, 48, whatever pants. I'm out here busting 44s now. Hmm. Thriving in 44s. I can fit Levi. You know, Levi's don't fit nothing but little people. I can fit Levi's. That's what's up. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Because I'm intentional, y'all. This is mm-hmm. not no spirit crystals and none of that stuff. I literally speak it, I pray about it, and it happens. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> How you think we got to 100 episodes? We had to get to one. Right. Remember how we got to one episode, Jerome? Yeah, we started at a at a DM, then we met a Panera. Next thing I know, we was at a, a hotel recording. <laughs> they had a studio on the first floor. <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> a conversation. It literally right. just started as like, what if we do a podcast? Let's do a podcast. 100 episodes later, we have been doing podcasts where people are reaching out to us asking, how did you start a podcast? Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, that's just how it all came together, bro. Like, this wasn't no magic formula. It wasn't none of that stuff. It was literally us, you know, just grinding out, reaching out to people, asking if they want to be guests. And um, yeah, man. So, I was over at Cheesin earlier. So, shout out to my auntie. She is one of my favorite aunts. And um, for my 34th birthday, I shared a post on my social media pages. You all know, Rich Loves Kicks on Instagram. I'm there. Jarrell on there, too. But, you know, he'd be, like, quiet and be on Facebook all day (laughs) trolling people. But anyway... Um, so my aunt's a photographer. She used to do the photography for all the Detroit Pistons, especially of the bat of the going to work Pistons from the 2000s, the early 2000s. And, uh, what I did was I shared a bunch of famously and not famously because let's be real. People don't rock with Detroit sports like we do. Um, mm-hmm. Of some well-known number 34s that included, but not limited to, Shaquille O'Neal, Ray Allen, the Seattle Sonics version of Ray Allen as well, also the Miami Heat version. Um, Paul Pierce and Pistons, former sixth man of the year and 2004 NBA champ. Corliss Williamson, a.k.a. Big Nasty. Mm-hmm. So his wife texts my aunt. And the message was from Corliss Williamson himself. Okay. <laughs> hey, Richard. I heard today is your 34th birthday. My favorite number. Loved your post on Facebook. Hope you have a wonderful day. Best wishes. Corliss Williamson, Detroit Pistons, 2004 world champ. Oh, boy. <laughs> and this is the photo. Uh-huh. Big nasty. All right. Big nasty. His wife, <laughs> Michelle, shared that while he is in Vegas right now watching the Detroit Pistons play some summer league games. Um, with their rookies and sophomores and things. So, um, hey, you just put things out in the atmosphere. I don't (laughs) just be sitting here talking out the side of my neck. I mean this. I just, I put it out there, and if it comes back, we have had amazing guests on our podcast, right? Kevin Dedner to Tanji Reeves to uh, Rose Spit 
to uh, Destin Grayson to just uh, branding her the black the black a uh, black man can. Um, well, I ran into that SS Fest. Shout out to Brandon. That's my guy. Got to meet him in the flesh. Yeah, we had him in a in a pandemic episode. Um, and uh, many, many, many more guests from some of our best friends. If you were at our friend circle in the podcast a couple episodes, a few episodes ago. Um, and many, many, many more guests from Adria Moses ran to her at the NAACP walk in Detroit a couple weekends ago. So I say all that to say all those things have started with a DM. This podcast started with a DM. Mm-hmm. This brotherhood really flourished because of a couple of the DMs. Right. You can meet your best friend. What two of my best friends got married because of a DM on Twitter. I got married because I DM'd her too. So it's like listen. <laughs> My wife and I really started kicking it for real because she sent me a message on Facebook talking about let's go bowling for real. Let's go out. I was like, I want to go bowling. Let's go bowling. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Right. It goes down in the DM. It goes go down on. with intention. <laughs> Listen, all that. Yes. So I say all I have to say, man, keep the face, stay positive, be intentional, and just go for it. Don't be afraid of the no's because what if it says yes? The job opportunities, the career opportunities, the podcast, the, the advocacy work, the whatever it is that you actually want to do, just be positive and just go for it. Um, and the payoff. So I am going to jump off this soapbox because I could <laughs> do this in the words of Captain America all day. Boom. So we talked about the affirmative action piece a little bit. Again, we look to have some upcoming guests, some therapists, some black culture advocates. Um, shout out to a couple of black businesses I was able to support during Essence Fest. I, mean, I was able to patronize and buy from them. Um, so one of them is obviously support black colleges. Um, they are a clothing brand that specializes in spreading awareness behind HBCUs, celebrating their culture and Black culture as well. Um, so that was one of them. And then the other one is a one called Fly Purpose. Um, I was able to find a bucket hat big enough for my big old thick locked head and uh, much love intended for them. So, um, hey, <laughs> they might be a guest. It might be a sponsor one day. I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon. Wink, wink. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all I got, bro. I have exhausted these vocal cords with my talking. <laughs> but we did all this because of intentional behaviors and things. And here we are, mm-hmm. five years later, 100 episodes in. New merch loaded too, by the way. So I didn't know. Um, so yeah, that's all I got, brother. I think we can call that the episode unless you got something else. And I was just thinking about like all of the people that we met, all the great topics that we touched on over the past hundred episodes, and and just mm. just even how we how we learn from one another. Um, shoot, I started therapy off of this podcast, so man, like... you. <laughs> I know you started before me and then I know you were probably like one of the catalysts that made me like, I can't just like be talking about it and not living it. And that made me jump into it. So it was just like the podcast has been more than just like, we got, we started to like shine a light on it to help others. And we ended up helping ourselves in the process too. So I just think that's, that's a wonderful treat that we got in return. And um, it didn't seem, it didn't seem like it went, you know, say it's five years, you know, we just started yesterday. So I don't think the next 100 is going to take five years to get to. I think it's going to go by even faster. It better not. Because <laughs> we got to get back on a bi-weekly basis. We got to right. get back to giving y'all every other Monday drop. So that is our pledge. We do pledge to give you at least an episode every other Monday. Um, mm-hmm. But also just take into account that we are real people. 
that go through absolute real shit. And uh, maybe one day we'll expound even more on that. But um, hey, we're looking to take this thing to the next level. Sponsorships, um, built even more dope guests, um, some more in the flesh community things. We had our shoe drive we did in December with Cakes for Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is only the beginning, and we gained cousins out of that, basically. Um, so, hey, shout out to Shakita, shout out to Cakes for Kids Foundation. And, uh, hey, sky's the limit, bro. Shout out to therapy, though. That shit saved my life. I ain't going to hold you up. Um, <laughs> hey, facts is facts. So are those. Um, couple things before we get out of here. One, for whatever strange, dumbass reason, something happened to our website where if you try to go to mentalmatterspod.com, it's a bunch of spam and nonsense that pops up. So we are redesigning and relaunching our website. More to come on that as is available. But there is also still merch available. <laughs> Life is short. Go to therapy. Buy the shoes. Is one of our top selling merchandise pieces um, that's out there. So you can get that through our social media pages. Um, in fact, all of our social media is linked um, to the link in our bio. And it's the link tree for Mental Matters Podcast that links to all things Mental Matters related. Um, I think we got a bucket head out there, bro. I think we got a bucket head out there for Mental Matters Podcast. Actually, yes. So, because I be designing stuff. There is the flagship bucket hat with the Mental Matters logo on that thing. Okay. It is available to purchase through our link tree. Ta-da! Surprise. Bet you didn't know that, Jarrell. <laughs> you just added that yesterday? No. Days ago. Is that what? <laughs> There's also the zip-up hoodie, which I will be grabbing for the fall. That has the Mental Matters logo on that thing. And uh, if you like the Life is Short t-shirt, there are also available and dad hats. So you can rock the dad hat and be a part of the mental matter, mental matters community. You can get a dad hat. You can get our t-shirts. You can get a phone case that says life for short, go to therapy, buy the shoes. Um, I think the dad hats are one of my favorite, but if I get one, I'm gonna have to cut the back out because I got these locks and them boys ain't going to fit. <laughs> so um, shout out to First Creations for the dad hats. We do have a collaboration that is active with them right now. So please get your things, whether it be normalized, Black mental health, life is short, and also I'm not okay and that's okay. All those merchandise things are available through our collaboration with First Creations. Um, you can follow them at First Creation. That's F, the number one, instead of the I in first, first creations with an underscore between those words and more to come uh, in that collaboration. So, anything else, Jaren, before we cut Um, these lights off and preserve this energy that we don't want to pay back for? uh, Just uh, be blessed. As Rich said, plan, execute, speak it, prioritize it, work it, and it has no other option but to happen. In the words of Migos, walk it like I talk it. Walk as if you already talked about it. Talk it like you've already walked through it. The prophets of the Migos said folks. <laughs> Rest in peace to take off. Um, and yeah, you know, just standing there, sit inside of those moments that make you feel sad and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to feel the feels because that is naturally processing it. And tears are actually good for you if you actually walk through it. 
don't run from it. Don't run towards it. Mm-hmm. Just walk through it. Get through it. You got it. And if you need somebody to talk through it with, all those things, feel free to hit us up on any form of social media. Mental Matters Podcast on Instagram. Mental Matters Podcast Community on Facebook. We are on TikTok as well and Twitter. Look for the Mental Matters Podcast. You'll find us there. Even that whole Threads thing that Instagram was kind of competing with Twitter on, <laughs> we on there too. You can hit us up there too. Shout out to all the people that's been following us already. Um, and we will be doing some upcoming things in person. There is going to be an event on July 20th in Detroit called Bamboo Detroit, where podcasters are going to be talking about their podcast, why they created them. So if you are free and you're in the Detroit area, we will be sharing the flyer and things very, very shortly. But, um, yeah, we'll be out here doing that thing on Thursday, July 20th. So if Jarrell ain't there, I'm going to be there. If I ain't there, Jarrell's going to be there. One of us is going to be there. We'll see. <laughs> both book busy black and blessed and uh young gifted and black as well shout out to some of our favorite my favorite episode um if you don't know go find them you can find all those on all forms of streaming platforms whether it be spotify iheart wherever you get your podcasts usually we are usually there on um, search for the mental matters podcast you'll see a big old yellow logo in the back well big old yellow background as mental matters podcast in a graffiti-like print, like the ones on the merch that we have for y'all. So, if there is nothing else of all hearts and minds are clear, remember, as we in episode 100, that's three digits. That's one, <laughs> zero, and zero. Remember that life is short. You should always go to therapy. And of course, if you're going to try to wear the shoes, you got to buy them first to buy the shoes. Um, with that, we out this thing. Bad. Bad. <laughs>